0: Parshah Sveis One of the mitzvahs we learn in this week's is... is the mitzvah of the Talmud Torah the mitzvah of learning Torah Maybe it's not for nothing that Parshah Sveis always comes in Ben Azmanim It's uh, to remind us that there's a khir of Talmud Torah then too But what I want to talk about is where is the Pasuk that teaches us the khir of Talmud Torah And if you look what the Pasuk says the pasuk says, that you should teach it to your children. And this is the source, this is the reference, the makar for the mitzvah of learning Torah. There's also a second pasuk which is brought as a reference of the mitzvah of learning Torah, and that's the pasuk of the Malatim, Yislam, Yislam, Yislam. Again, you should teach it to your children. And I want to ask a seemingly obvious question. It would seem that if one wants to look for a mitzvah for Talmud Torah, the Pasuk should talk about learning Torah. Why are both of the Pesukim brought as references for the mitzvah of Talmud Torah, referring to teaching Torah? You should teach your children. Again, you should teach your children. Why is the way the Torah tells us the mitzvah of Talmud Torah in the form of teaching. The Chorah of the Mitzvah is to learn and if that's the case the way it should be brought down is by learning Torah. I want to share with you a Gemara. The story of the Gemara is well known but if we think about the Gemara we can ask some intriguing questions which will maybe help us come to a deeper understanding of what the Gemara is saying. So Gemara in Bava Metzia base, and the Gemara there is telling us the story of Rav Chia. And the Gemara says, "Kavimintzi Rav Chanina and Rav Chia. and Rav Khiya were having a disagreement. Amalei Rav Chanina and Rav Chia. So Rav Chanina says to Rav Chia, 'B'halididi komintzi. Are you arguing with me? Chas v'shalam im mishtaq chotayra miYisrael, mahadamale miPhilpoli.'" If the Torah would get forgotten from Ka Yisrael I would be able to derive the Torah from my understanding, from my own people, from my own ability to deduce one halacha from another, I would be able to restore any lost alocha. So Rakhir is not to be atan, he responds Haqhanina. And he says to Bahari means he's arguing with me, the the Torah I'm going to make sure the Torah does not get forgotten. How is he going to do that? Maya Vidna, what am I going to do? As dino, Vishadina kitne, I'm going to prepare threads. Vagadila Nishwi, I'll make traps with that. But Tayadna Tavi, I'll hunt dears. Uh Mahila Bisardiasmi, I will give the meat with dears to the Yusamim, to, to the orphans. But for the skins, Varichna Gilta. I will prepare a claff. And on the staff of I'll write the five chumashim of the Torah. I'll go to the city. And I'll teach five children the five chumashim. And I will teach six other children the sixth time of the Mishnah. and I'll say to them, Vasina until I come back again. Teach each other the chumash know. teach each other the mishnah know. And therefore, I'll make sure the Torah does not, Torah does not get forgotten from Klai That's the Gemara. So what's Ravchia's plan? Ravchia is going to go to a city. A city where no one knows anything. And he's going to take five children. And the first child will teach Bereshis, And the second child will teach most. And the third trial to teach Vayikra. And the fourth for Midbar and the fifth for And the same when it comes to the sixth Siddharim of the Mishnah. And so Revchia would travel from town to town. Why? What, where does this question come from? Why was there a machlaikis between Revchanin and Revchia? If the Torah would be forgotten from Kla Yisrael, what they would do about it? And I want to ask three questions. Firstly, in the we're not talking about the same Torah. What Rav Hanila meant, if Torah gets forgotten, I would bring it back from my pill pool, means some complicated case in halacha, some din which needs to be refined, and it needs a person who has uh, the, the shara, the logic, the ability to determine what this case should be he wasn't going to bring back Psukim of the Torah from Misvara. And if that's the case, what Ravkir claimed he was going to do, by teaching in every town, the Mishnays and the Chumash, that wasn't the Torah that Ravchanina was talking about. And the third question is, and this is maybe the most basic question, when Ravkir went to a town, a town where no one knew anything. And he began to teach. So he taught one child Barathees. And one child choice And one child Vayikra. So let's think, how much time was Ravkir investing in this town? The amount of time it took him to teach the entire Chamisha and And the amount of time it took him to teach the entire Shishah Shedrei Mishnah. And if that's the case, my question is, if anyway you're teaching Chumash bereshis, why are you only teaching it to one child? Let all the children learn Chumash bereshis. Teach it to everybody. And if anyway you're teaching Chumash Mois, why are you only teaching it to one child? Everyone else is playing outside. Teach them all. It's the same amount of time from Rukhia's point of view. It's the same amount of teaching. Why are you teaching just one child Boratius when for the same amount of time and the same amount of effort you could teach everybody Boratius? And if that's the case, when Rukhir left the town, it wouldn't be that just one child knew Boratius and just one child knew Shmois, and just one child knew Vayukra. It would be all the children in the town knew Boratius and Shmois and Vayukra. And if you think about it, who's it better to learn from? Rav Khia himself or from your six-year-old friend from a child who's going to teach what he heard from Rav Khia. we have a principle in the Gemara Divrei Rav, Divrei Talmud, Divrei Misham who's better to learn from to learn from the teacher or to learn from the students? to learn from Rav Khia or to learn from another little kid so if Rav Khia is going to invest in teaching Torah to Klal Yisrael, let him teach everybody why didn't he do that? So to begin at the beginning. The dar of Rav Khinina and Rav Khiya, The students of Rav Nasi, Rav Was the door after what's called Darish al-Shmad. Was the dar following the door of the destruction. Not the destruction of the base of Mikdash. That was about a hundred years earlier but the destruction of the Torah in the previous Torah was when the Romans outlawed learning Torah when the Romans went to shut down all the yeshivas and all the places where Torah was taught they closed all the Chadorim and all the Bateh Medrash that was the Doresh Ushma the door of the annihilation of the Chachamim when Rabbi Akiva was martyred for teaching Torah and some of the Rav Ben and all the other Asara rugi Malchus and the students of Rabbi Akiva, who were also subject to the Roman decrees and persecution, Rabbi Meir fled to Babel. Rabbi Hashem Ba hid in a cave. And after the cruel, concerted persecution of the Romans, there was a real chashash. The Torah would be forgotten from Klael Yisrael. There were no places to learn Torah. There were no schools. There were no teachers. A generation of children grew up not knowing Chumash. And HaKadosh Baruch brought the Gzera to an end. And in the subsequent Dar, the Dar, the generation of Rabbi and Nasi, things changed. There was a relative calm in the Goddess. The Roman Emperor Antoninus was an admirer and a good friend of Rabbi Nasi. He allowed Rabbi Nasi to open the yeshiva in Tiveri and to teach Torah, Barabim. And therefore, it was among the students of Rabbi that the question came up of the possibility of Torah being forgotten from Kla Yisrael. And what would be the way to remedy that? What Torah was going to be forgotten? Well, it's across the board. In the years of the persecution, so as we saw, the vast masses of the Jewish children didn't know anything. They hadn't had a cheder, they hadn't had a school. They were completely ignorant of Torah. But also, the great Chachamim, the leaders, the Tanoim had been killed, had been exiled, had been forbidden to teach. And therefore, even among the leaders, even among the greats of Klal Yisrael. There was the possibility of not having a complete Messiah, of there being Halakhas which weren't passed down or were no longer known and would be forgotten. Rav Hanina was the Rosh and he was one of succeeded Rebbe, the succeeded rabbis, the Rosh of the Central Yeshiva of Tveria. And he said, that with his ability to understand and to analyze and to contemplate halacha, even if there would be halachas which were forgotten from Kla Yisrael, he would be able to restore them. And there's a and pilpuli, I'll be able to restore it from my pilpul. And there's a precedent for that. The Gemara says, then of Erechin, that we may ever shall moshiach, nishtach, shlojus, halafim, halacha. Three thousand halochas were forgotten in the period of mourning after Moshe Rabbeinu's death. There was no longer a Moshe Rabbeinu to ask, but Vehechzirah Asnil Ben Knaz Mipil Ben who was a based in the senior talmud Khokham of the time, was able to work out what the halacha was going to be Mipil from his understanding. Of other halachas from his ability to contrast and compare one din to the next, and that ensured that the forgotten halachas were restored. And Rav Khanina says the same if we're in a Dara where there are parts of the Torah which have been forgotten, I would be able to restore them from my people. And therefore, he felt the primary focus and efforts. In rebuilding Torah, following the door of the Shemad, following the period of persecution where Torah learning had been stamped out and uh, nearly destroyed from the Jewish people, was to create a Tamil who would be able to use their people, use their understanding, their logic, their knowledge of the principles of Halacha to paskan and Clarify even those halachas where the Masorah had been lost, had been forgotten. And Avchiyah argues, in a, perhaps in the generation after the death of Moshe Rabbeinu, when Klai Yisrael knew the Torah, it was just those specific halachas which had been forgotten, then of course it needs the Godel that are have based in. Those asked knaz to use his pillful to restore them. But in the Dara of Ravkir, where as we see there were cities which nobody knew Chumash, there were places where the Torah had been forgotten completely. So Ravkir took a different approach. And Ravkhia's approach was, I'm going to be the one to ensure that the Torah doesn't get forgotten. And as we saw what Ravkhiya did was he went from place to place, from city to city. And in each place he gathered the children. And he taught the child one sefer. And he taught the second child the second. And he taught one child the Mishnah Yisroim and another child the Mishnah Yisraelim. And therefore, Ravkhiya made sure that the basics of Torah, the Khumash and the Mishnah, would be known by as many children in as many places as possible. That brings us back to the question. Why was it that Rafia only taught one child each thing? Why not increase Torah study more? Teach everybody the Chumash, Teach everybody the Mishnah. Once they had the opportunity... I was driving a Ali in a car and I asked him a question. So he thought about it for a bit. And he said to me, she said, is advis is there a maila in learning individually. It seems that to be a maila a certain advantage in being given being taught one on one. Which means that Rafkhiya thought it would be better to teach one student on a one on one basis, Chumash Parashis, then teaching everybody Chumash Parashis. So Rabboshah fell right into the trap. As I'm sure you, you know, Rabboshah's daily Shia is over 500 people. So I said to Surab, if, if there's Taqarah Ma'ilah in learning one on one, so when will I have the opportunity? So he smiles at me, and says, right now, we're in the car together, we can learn right now. So I tell him, so maybe I can suggest the pshat to the Rav. A different answer to the question. And that is, why Rav Khir only taught one child each Khomish, each Sefer of Mishnah? And the is I think, is like this. Ravkir realized that the vast majority of Jewish children following the persecution of the Romans didn't know Torah. Ravkir wants to spread Torah. He wants the entire, Jew, the entire Jewish nation to know the Chumash know the Mishnah. Ravkir is prepared to dedicate his life, to travel from place to place, to increase Torah knowledge. To make sure that more and more children know the Chumash, know the Mishnahis. Like he said himself, I know of din and the Torah I'm going to ensure the Torah doesn't get forgotten. But still, even with the most recollection efforts that Rav was able to master. even if he dedicated his life to the cause, Rav is just one person. How is it possible for one person to teach every Jewish child in every single place? And therefore, Rabkhia had a tremendous chachma, a tremendous idea, a chiddish. And that's what I believe his technique was. Had Rabkhia gone to the first town and taught all the children Bereshus and all the children Shmois? And all the children of Vayikra, then he's created children students who've learned from Ravkir the entire Chumash, who've learned from Ravkir the entire Mishnah. It's a tremendous thing, but it's limited to those who are able to learn from Ravkir. And therefore Ravkir went a different approach. He took just one child and he said to him, I'm teaching you Barathees. And only you, Barathees. No one else in this town knows Barathees. And therefore, when I leave this town to go to the next place, you're going to teach everybody Barathees. And he took one child. And he told him, I'm teaching you Chomash Mois. And listen well to what I'm going to teach you. Because you're the only child in this whole village who's going to know Chomash And therefore, you're going to, have to teach everybody else Chomash and the same thing for the Mishnahis. Whether it's Zroim or Moed or Noshim And what did Rabbi Chia achieve? That instead of creating Talmidim, he's creating teachers. He's entrusting the responsibility of Chitre Chomosh Bereshus to a little child. But he said, Now you're going to teach Bereshus. And that child would be the maggot for Bereshus. He would teach his friends Bereshus. He would teach the next year Bereshus. He would teach the younger kids Bereshus. And the same thing that you would make one child the one who's going to teach Shmois. You're the Maggit Sheer for Shmois. And now you able to teach others Shmois. And by creating teachers, as opposed to creating students, then Levkhir is ensuring that Torah is going to be perpetuated. Then Levkhir is starting a dynamic, which is going to spread and increase and ensure Torah reaches every place. Because if you create students, you've created somebody who learns from the teacher. And if that's the case, it's limited by how much the teacher can teach. But if you're creating teachers, then there's no limit to how much Torah is going to be spread. Each teacher that you've created is going to teach more. If there would be more than one child in the city who knew Beratius, then the one child who didn't wouldn't feel an I have to teach. I'm not the only one who knows it. But if he's the only child in town who knows Barashas, and if says, I'm teaching this to you, so that you'll be able to teach everybody else Barashas, because no one else in this town knows Barashas, then you've created a teacher. Then you've created somebody who's going to continue teaching Barashas. And then that's the case by town by town. Avchir went to each town, and he ensured that there would be a teacher for Barashas in each town, and a teacher for Shmois, and a teacher for Vayikra and a teacher for Zraim and a teacher for Moed, and a teacher for nashim. And that's how Ravkir ensured the Torah won't be forgotten. Because what Ravkir himself could teach was only one group of students. And if that's all that they had, what they heard from Ravkir, then the Torah would maybe be transmitted to a select few. But if what Ravkir has created is that there's somebody who can teach each one of the chumashim, each order of the Mishnayis in every single place, then there's no limit to how many people are going to learn. Because that child who's teaching Bereshis can teach it again and again and again. And therefore, the concept of Ravkhia wasn't just to teach. The concept of Ravkhia was to create teachers. But there's a deeper point as well. It's not just to create teachers. Rav Khia had a vision. Rav Khia had a mission. Rav Khia went to make sure that the Torah won't be forgotten for Kla Yisrael. And if Rav Khia was able to impart that same sense of responsibility, that same vision to his students, I'm entrusting you with the responsibility too. The Torah won't get forgotten from Klai Yisrael. I'm making you a teacher of Barashas. You're going to make sure that in this town, every child knows Barashas. Take a part of the responsibility. And the same for the next child. I'm teaching you individually about Shmoy's. But I'm expecting you to take the Akhariyis to make sure that everybody knows Shmois. That in this town, no one won't know Shmoy's. You're a part of that Akhariyis. You're also taking a Chayyuk of the responsibility to make sure the Torah doesn't get forgotten. Then you've created a, a powerful movement. Then you've created a concept which is going to spread and is going to make sure that every Jewish child gets reached in every small little village, even today. That same principle. There's so many Jews around the world who don't know Torah, who've never heard of Bereshas. One person can't teach the world, but by in- creating teachers and inspiring them to be a part of the project of making sure that, Then you're going to create a possibility of teachers creating teachers who feel responsible to teach what they know, responsible to share their Torah. And that way, the Torah will spread to everybody. It's true. There's a place for Rav Khanina as well. One needs the scheme have the pilpul, have the ability to work out halachic cases when we don't have a mesora. But what we learn from Rav Khia is that there's a priority in ensuring that Klal Yisrael collectively doesn't forget the Torah. So there's two opinions. Which is the greater? The Gemara gives the Akhra from Rabbi Akonasi, the teacher of both of them. O my Rabbi, Kama How great are the deeds of Ravkhiyah? The Gemara goes on to say that in Shemaim, the place that Ravkhiyah reaches is the place which none of the other Tanoim of his dar, of his contemporaries, could reach. I suggested this matter to the and He a big smile. said, ah, oh, this, this is best of mine. Your answer is even better than mine But the you say it is true the Mishnah says in Pirkei of us? <speaking> in the Harbe. to Tara Harvey, I'll toxic Normally the explanation of the mission is: if you've learned a lot of Torah, don't give yourself credit for that. You were created to learn Torah, so you did your job. But I heard a different interpretation from of Rabia, Moshe Moshe Shmuel Zecher and and that is: in the matter Torah if you've learned a lot of Torah, al don't keep that good that Torah for yourself. If you've learned a lot of Torah, feel obligated to share a lot of Torah. Why? Because you were created not just to learn Torah as an individual and to know Torah for yourself. You were created in order that Torah should be learnt by Kal Yisra. That Torah should be learnt by everybody. And Therefore if I have the ability to share the Torah in a way that others will know it as well then a person is to do that. But the way to do it isn't just to teach Talmudim. That there's a select audience of people who've learned from me, who heard from me. That's minimizing the scope of Torah. What you learn from Ravkir, the way to teach is to teach teachers. People who are going to take what you teach them and take the same Akhariahs that you had in teaching them and teach it to more people. And that's going to ensure the spread and the continuation of Torah To more and more people, it's the son Hashem that the entire Klal Yisrael should be proficient in Torah. To come back to where we started with, I would like to suggest that's why when there's a mitzvah of teaching Torah, it's not given in the context of you should learn Torah. The mitzvah of Talmud Torah is in the words of a shenantim you should teach Torah. You should teach Torah, because if a person learns Torah with understanding that it's not just for the information I want to amass or the knowledge I want to have it's part of a process of making sure that the Torah is known by Kail Yisrael then I'm learning as a teacher I'm learning as somebody who feels responsible to share my learning somebody who's going to utilize the information he learned in order to teach and therefore when a person is willing to teach what he knows that's the real kirm of the mitzvah of Talmud Torah